Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and with me is my co-host, Travis McQueen. And today we have the first episode in the new studio that I would say is like 50% done, yeah. not even, realistically. You can't tell from this screen if you're watching. Yeah. Um, but we got some more stuff coming. I got to get the soundproofing. We got a shit ton of wire covers. That's like, I think I got uh, like 40 feet worth. Wow. Because you think about it, it's like multiple cords, every freaking trim, so that it's all hidden and everything. Um, we'll get the soundproofing up, and then we got to figure out what to do with the other walls. We got Mac Miller sitting behind me. I think that's a very fitting picture for the wall. It's the only music picture I have. We can hang on Oasis. Well, there's two um, of them. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. I have like eight of those. <laughs> Plenty of records from them and no record player. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited to be here. I'm finally excited to finally record a podcast here. I feel like it's been it's such a weird feeling like not doing anything inside the business because, I mean, virtually anything. Like I, I've obviously, there's some stuff I've had to do, but like so much of what is our normal day-to-day work operations yeah, yeah has been put on pause to get Definitely. this place up running that like dude I, I haven't even like had a chance to like celebrate that we're here because i feel like i'm behind on so many things yeah which i'm not because we had things set up to where like everything's fine like yeah. i think we missed a couple emails that went out for our, our email list which start back up tomorrow so realistically we missed two not the end of the world oh like newsletters yeah yeah but it just you feel like i'm not filming anything i'm not recording anything i'm not doing anything that it's like setting me back but this is something that's going to set us so far forward. I had to have like a talk with myself of like, no, this is like all the right Big shit. Step. Yeah. Yeah. But it's dope though. Dope. Yeah. So today we are going to kind of just talk about the new headquarters, talk about the timeline on how we got in here. The, the I don't know how you'd say the history of what happened in the old warehouse, the pros and cons. Um, things that were, you know, were memorable, things that we did in there that we are taking into this news place to elevate and, um, just everything about what, you know, your thoughts and yeah. how you feel about moving. Yeah. Big milestone. Um, I mean, shit, dude, uh, we want to kind of, yeah, just start by, you know, talking about the last couple of days and just physically moving, um, into this new place. What were your thoughts? What were you like, have you had time in the last couple of days to reflect on the, the old place? Yes and no. I think, man, like I, I'll first and foremost admit that it, it was definitely more than I like work and money than I expected. Mm. Um, just because I, I mean, me and Andres were talking about this because he's obviously been in business, multiple business longer than I have, so he understands it, like he's experienced it. But so many little things come up to pay for and expend and oh, yeah. labor and shit that you just don't really expect. Um, I was expecting to be training in the new gym by Monday, Tuesday. You know what I mean? It's Thursday today as we're recording this, and I have not trained since last Thursday, you know, but it's like that's got to go on the back burner until we get in. But it's just everything has just taken way longer. Um we obviously had movers come Saturday to move all the gym stuff, partially because we physically can't lift some of that shit, like a lat pull down. I think they had <laughs> what, like four or five guys with them. Yeah, four guys uh, and like lifting equipment, you know, yeah. the straps and everything. Yeah. Um, dude, surprisingly, they didn't even take apart the lat pull down. Yeah. I don't know how they got it in here. I mean, I watched them oh, do it, but I was yeah, like, I didn't think shit, that. I knew guys. like how they got into the truck, but yeah, I mean, that's got two hundred pounds on it for just the pulley. 
And that doesn't include all the metal. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just the weight stack that you actually lift. Um, but they had like them, like, I don't know. They were fishing it through, you know what I mean? Like fishtailing it through the, the entry door. Cause it's not a double door. It's a normal door. Yeah. Which these are like, these are the things that like a lot of people, um, including myself didn't know. And now I do know, but a lot of people don't realize like how many, I mean, every single day I was talking to Kurt, our landlord or Lamont, the guy running the contractor's team of like, okay, in the offices, what color trim do you want on the walls? How thick? Like what kind of wood? What color do you want the walls? What color do you want the carpet? And it's like, okay, I want like a grayish beige. Okay, well, here's 20 different shades. What kind of, what, what thickness of paint? What kind of paint? Do you want textured walls? And then it's like one thing after the other, the heating system, then the ceiling paint, the ceiling tiles in the offices, ceiling paint in the gym, and then uh, the rubber base trim in the gym. Do we want that or not? You know, like, so many door, details, so many details. And then the front door, it's like, okay, well, we don't have a double door. What kind of a gym or a company doesn't have a double door? Yeah. So what does it cost to cut through all that brick to make a double door? Cause it was designed to have one, but they decided not to. And it's like, okay, do I cross my fingers and hope these guys can squeeze the equipment in there and save that fucking $3,000 just to cut some brick. Yeah. And let alone the extra door that isn't, I mean, it's even more probably, I think it was like $7,000 if you count cutting the brick, adding new frame, adding a new door all that shit you know and i was like don't do it yeah save that money let's let's do other stuff to the gym you know let's add other things but there's just so many little details and we had a, a pretty strict timeline because i was like hey i'm out of my other lease february 1st so they had midnight to like, yeah <laughs> they had to push the pedal down so it was like a lot of shit in a small time frame so every day they were doing something else calling me asking me questions and i'm half of it i don't really know so i'm just kind of guessing as we go and then we get in and it's like, okay, I got all the movers in here, but like organizing the gym equipment, laying down all the mats and making them all fit because ha like 75% of them are from a different facility. So some of them were cut for the last gym, yeah, you know, and now we're relaying them, trying to reuse them, save money there where we can. It was just, dude, there's just so much. Um, I mean, I was telling you like, so I started really doing stuff on Saturday, I would say, because Friday was like preparation. So I was. I wasn't moving anything yet, but I was talking to them, getting things set up and everything, whatever. We were doing our normal shit. Saturday, I got up uh, at the other gym at like 6, 37 o'clock in the morning to just trying to organize some of the storage stuff before the movers got there. And I didn't stop till probably like 7 p.m. or so. And then Sunday, me and Shannon got up, came up here, did stuff until same thing, probably like 5 on Sunday because Blakely was with us. She was a trooper. She was here all day. Yeah. And then Monday, I had to be here at 6 a.m. for the cleaners. Didn't leave until seven. Yeah. Tuesday, same thing. Wednesday, it's dude, it's just been like every day. Yesterday I left here and it was like, all right, now I gotta go to the dump, gotta go to Lowe's for more shit that I didn't even think about. Like it's just so many little things. Um, so much things that pop up when you're not expecting it. Oh yeah, dude. dude. I'm just like so exhausted <laughs> that I haven't had a chance to You really have an like, awesome wine night this Saturday. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had some wine last night because I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I haven't had a chance to sit down and just think about it and chill and reflect. And I'm like so uptight because I'm yeah. just, I can't stop thinking about it. So like the, the mats, for example, are driving me crazy. And it's like, just, I mean, you'll get to it. Like who cares? I'm like, no, they need to be done and perfect so we can film. Yeah. We leave for Austin on Monday. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't stop thinking about it. And I'm sitting at home thinking like, well, what if I like shift these ones? I can cut these ones. She's like, you need to stop. I'm like, I have poor glass wine. Like that's the only <laughs> way to shut this brain off. You yeah. Know? But I don't know, man. It's it's just been it's definitely been more work on me than I expected because I I don't know if I was expecting the the movers to get more done, but then again, they're not designing the fucking gym for me. Totally. You know? 
And some of the stuff wasn't here wasn't done yet because so we had to get in so quick that some of the workers were still working on stuff. And then you obviously get in and we go, all right, we got the new podcast table, new podcast chairs, mic stands, everything you said in there. And then you're like, actually, this room's pretty fucking empty. Yeah. We still need some stuff in here, you know? So it just, it stacks up, man. So, um, but like, I think for a moment on, uh, what was it? I don't, I don't one of the remember. days. Yeah. One of the days I can't remember now that I went to the old spot to pick up. It must've been the 31st thing. Cause it was the last day and uh, giant was Tuesday. already like putting their shit in, you know, cause yeah. so giant who's actually a sponsor of this podcast um, that we mention all the time They're they were right behind us. And so they're taking that unit over uh, to connect the two. So they have more space for storage and plates and stuff. So they brought in all these like huge racks, like beams. Yeah. Like, uh, like home Depot status. Like when you go there and you see those huge racks that with all the lumber and stuff like that big, cause that's where they store plates and totally. everything, you know, in bulk. So they had those all laid out. So I, I had to go in there and get all my stuff. And it was like, 7 30 p.m or whatever and i had that truck my truck was so stuffed you know but i i opened my doors blasted music in there and was just listening to music and loading it up by myself and just kind of like sitting there looking around and just seeing how empty it was now you know and it's, it's pretty surreal man it's like that was our first location that was our first yeah. headquarters you know um it's it, part of it is bittersweet and, like, I've had some people say, like, oh, do you miss it a little bit? And I'm like, fuck no. Not, not yet. Really. Not at all. No. I don't think I will. Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm not I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. When I'm, like, moving on to something better, I'm... Pfft, totally. I'm all that's kind of, like, what I was... That's what I was kind of meaning when I, like, was saying, like, have you reflected? Like, is there any, like, pros and cons that you've noticed that you might, like, you know... I know a lot of pros for here, but I was wondering if there's anything like there that you'd be like, man, I wish we had a little bit of that or a little bit of this. Yeah. The, the only pro about that place is rent was cheaper. Yeah. But uh, you get what you pay for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that was outside of that. I mean, the high ceiling so we can hang the flag. Totally. You know, but the high ceilings also make the lighting harder. It makes yeah. like the echo way worse. Yeah. It's cold as fuck in that place. Yeah. This gym is really warm. Yeah. I've already been shirtless working in that gym yeah. twice. We never went shirtless in that Ever. Gym. Yeah. I was in a North Face in that gym. Yeah. But I can't think of anything, man. I, I just like, this is so that's much, good, man. so much more of an upgrade, so much more professional. I like the area we're in too. We're in uh, an area that's more like the last one. It's, it's like a, I don't know if you would consider that a warehouse district, but it's like a huge warehouse. Um, what are they called? That industrial. Yeah. Business district is what I would think like a business park. Yeah, industrial park. I yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. yeah. So like, when you're in there, all you you look out and you see warehouses. Yeah. You know, here you look out and you see, there's like a cool little pond with a fountain in it, some swans. Yeah. And then there's like farm everywhere. Like yeah. it's just way more chill, you know. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens because I know they're developing soon. But um, I like the area out here way better. But it's just huge upgrade, and I think that's like part of the growth. You know, we've been we were in there from 2019. So, what is that? Four years. Yeah, almost. I was thinking about it. Like it was a three. We, year it was lease. a three year lease, but we were in there at 2019. Yeah, they extended it a couple months for me. Okay, so yeah. it was supposed to be done December. So we moved into the last one December first, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, and then we were supposed to get out of that one, but that, they extended it two two months. So I got all of December and January. Gotcha. Because that we needed. Time. So like three years. Yeah. So it was three three years and a couple. Oh, months. so we got in there like essentially January 2020, basically. Okay. Yeah. Um. The first like photo shoot we did when we had Palo and to take pictures of that place was January 2020. Because I have a I have 
still Damn. have one from 2019 of his from the claw. Yeah. The, the year, you know what I mean? So like we did, we got that all done January, 2020. And that was when we had our first meet team meet up there and everything. Um, and then yeah, three years, but in three years, man, you grow a lot. Yeah. In three years. We went from one unit to two units there and realizing I had way too much space cause I just had extra storage and everything. And that was 5,000 square feet total. This one is 3,700 square feet. So it is smaller, but it's way, it, it's, I mean, it, it's made for what we do. We don't need more than this. Yeah. You know, we had too much space there because we ended up just having a bunch of storage, right? Like, with nothing to store. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we have a storage area here that's perfect. Yeah. We need some shelves. We're good. Um, and now I can have it. Like, that's, that was, that's the crazy thing. I think I was like, I actually was reflecting for the first time on this place more so um, today. I was finally writing a newsletter and I literally like this is like legitimately my dream, you know, and I mean, full transparency for people listening, like with every success comes sacrifice, right? Yeah. There's been obviously sleepless nights. That is a sacrifice and it's tiring and I'm fucking fatigued and my immune system's taking a hit. I can feel it. But like, that's a given, you know. You're, you know, I'm obviously the owner of the company. The majority of the shit's going to fall on me to make sure it gets done. And I accept that. But, you know, there's also a part of it that, I mean, some of this comes out of my own pocket, you know, like, because it's got to happen. And I'm not going to go, okay, we're in, but we got the studio. We're going to wait on the podcast gear for two months. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, I'll pull out of my own damn pocket to make sure that we got what we need here to, like, get to work. Yeah. You know, um, and even on the gym side, too. And that's like, that's just part of it, but it's literally, and I said this last time, I said this with the last place, What? like this is my dream. Dude, yeah, so that's what I was going to say, and I'm not like saying you're wrong, but I, I love it. This might be your dream right now, but you've told me much bigger dreams, so I, I mean, maybe it's increments. We have a five-year lease here. Let's talk to you in five years, man, because we might be doing way bigger things, yeah. and I might, we will. And it's funny, too, like when you have people, two types of people, one, those who believe in you and two people who are just like you like uh so jimmy uh, who owns pad holder yeah uh, he'll be coming in sometime he's, he's working with trevor and he's he's somebody i talk to pretty regularly now because we go back and forth and text and stuff and he owns a business out here that's very successful and uh he was in the same place but they're taking over the rc place you know yeah so they're redesigning that because they're gonna have the whole fucking building basically yeah. and he sent me like a virtual mock-up and he was like, hey, like, uh, I'm, I know what it's like moving. Uh, I'm designing mine right now. And he sent me, like, an image of it. And he was like, maybe next time uh, when you move into your next spot, I can help you. And immediately I just was just like, you know, part of you goes, motherfucker, I just got in here. Yeah. And then the other part of you goes, like, that's another person. Keep going. They understand. Yeah. And I was like, there's always more. Yeah. Like, this is where, like you can't just think about one year goals. You got to think about three and five year goals and big picture. And, and this is the same. I mean, we have on what we're 72 hours away from being on a plane, flying to Austin, basically um, three, four days away to being in Austin, Texas with the whole team. And that's a big part of what I'm going to talk about is like, what is TCM going to be doing in five to 10 years? Because my vision, my plan, what I'm doing right now is setting us up to a position where we can, build this in five, 10 years for everybody, yeah. you know, and, and it expands to a whole nother level. Um, and, and that you have to have that mindset. But when we got in the other spot, it was my dream though. That was like, cause it was kind of unreal. I think you, these are the all time. stepping stones in your ultimate dream. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I mean, just knowing you personally, I know this is not your ultimate dream, Yeah, but we're getting there. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're on the path. We're on the road. 
it's it's just like to think that I, I think the difference between this one and the last one is that because like ultimate dream of course bigger and like actually do you i mean i don't even know if you can say what your ultimate dream is things uh, can always you know when i went to first form and i saw like first form's huge they have a basketball court they got like all this cool shit and like that's not the stuff that really like got me like thinking about what i want it was seeing all the little offices with all the people who worked there yeah. and i was like what is it going to take to have a place that has this little studio size cubicle let's say yeah but 20 of them and yeah. it's all the different people that work for us in the same house in the same building that's a very hard thing to accomplish because we have coaches that live everywhere and there's a benefit to having people living everywhere because yeah. we're in different time zones but ultimate dream i want more people in the same place like that's the the camaraderie and the culture and the community like that's the the energy um that's dope you know what i mean but like the only, that would be the only difference as of now what i can think of that's the only difference you know um and because it's crazy to think that like I designed every aspect of this place. Yeah. Like how big the offices were, how many the offices were, what the offices were for, how the hallway was, how the foyer was, how the gym was, where the windows were, what the paint was like, what the storage was like, like every little tiny thing was exactly the double doors going into the gym. Like how it was laid out is like, here's this empty canvas. What do you want? You know, that was what I was. Fits. <laughs> and that was the thing I was reflecting on this morning. That I was like, man, that's fucking crazy. Because I wouldn't have imagined that years ago. Yeah. You know, like at the last place, it was like, hey, we have these two big shells. Well, at the time, one big shell with one little office in it. You want it? Yep. I'll take it. There's not much else choice I can get in there. Totally. You know? But. God, but it, dude, that last place was such a big stepping stone for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. dude. And it's funny, Going too, from your home office to. Yeah. yeah. Filming in garage gyms and. Anytime fitness and random yeah. CrossFit gyms that I knew the owner of be like, Hey, can, when you're, when do you have like a dull nope. time between classes? Yeah. We'll sneak in. But it's, you know, you know, too, like even going to the last one, I remember people being like, why are you getting a, a headquarters? You know, like you're an online, like you don't need to do that. And I think the people that think like you don't need to blank are the people who are small minded and they don't think big picture. Yep. It's like, you're right. I could just save and pocket more money right now or I can expand and step into this and open up opportunities and doors that I would never get the opportunity to open if I didn't have a location, if I didn't have a physical space. And the perception of people seeing a headquarters versus, hey, like I, I run a uh, world-renowned online coaching company with coaches, nutritionists, trainers, PhD all around the world. And I do it out of my office. My bedroom. At home. <laughs> yeah, in my bedroom. Like, you get on a Zoom with me and there's dirty clothes on the fucking bed and shit. Yeah. No, like we're in, we're in this is like to me like this is a corporation and tailored is an empire that's why there's tailored trainer tailored life apparel tailored coaching method like there's going to be things that spawn inside the tailored mindset because tailored life and living a tailored life is is about expansion of yourself spiritually financially physically mentally emotionally everything like that's the whole purpose of it and like like you said that was a stepping stone and even at the time people were like confused by it you know and it, how many times have i talked to like what the the Comcast guy, the the contract guy, the landlord, everybody. So, what do you do? Yeah, why are you here? So many people have been so confused, man. I had to tell Lamont like eight times, like, no, nobody trains here. Yeah, I don't train people. He's How many like, cars? I, are wish, you gonna... I wish I lived closer so I could train. I'm like, no, 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 no. like I will not train you. Yeah, it doesn't happen here. Yeah, it's crazy, but there will be live stuff here. Like we'll do. I don't want to like plan anything specifically yet, but I want to like eventually we'll do workshops, seminars, stuff like that. You know, got a lot of time. Yeah. Five years. <laughs> Dope. 
All right, let's move on. I got a few things I want to ask you. So, like, first off, at the old place, I want to know what were some of the most memorable things or the biggest accomplishments you feel like either have benefited your business or have benefited the brand of uh, Taylor Coaching Method, and what were they? Yeah, I think that uh, the first one that comes to mind for sure is, uh, and that's a good question. The first one that comes to mind is the team meetup we did where Andreas was a guest speaker. Totally. So before TLA, before everybody outside of you, because you're local, like really knew who he was yeah. and the influence he had. And especially because it was, it was a cool moment because one, it was probably the biggest team meetup we had to date. We had the most people there just because the team was expanding. And also because I got COVID, I couldn't show up. And so it was like, actually, no, I didn't get COVID. Uh, my wife and daughter got COVID. And so the, you know, which was, we took all the precautions. Everybody got to, we were like, all right, let's just be safe. Cause it was kind of in that weird time where we don't know really what's going on. Everybody flew in, everybody's good. And then, and I was the one making sure because Blakely had that kidney surgery. So we had to be extra cautious. And then we were the ones that had it. Yeah. And so Shannon and Blakely got it. And it was like, they didn't know until like, uh, the third day, it was like the final day of us all being together. And that's when Andreas was coming to speak. And I had to take, uh, Blakely to the hospital cause Shannon had COVID and Blake ended up having it too, but they had to do, uh, her pre kidney checkup thing. Uh, but and this is pre surgery, uh, cause my daughter had kidney surgery for those who didn't know. And it was cool because it was like just talking to a couple of the key members of the team and then Andreas and just being like, Hey, Emily's got a key. I'm not going to be there. Yeah. Like, um, I believe it was Emily. Maybe it was Tori back then. I can't remember. Dude, yeah. It was a while ago. Or Brittany, yeah. actually. It was Brittany. She was mm. there because Chef Ken came, remember? Mm, yeah. To the house to do, like, catering for, for the team. And so, like, but just being like, hey, just just run it. You guys do it without me. And it was, it ended up being a blessing because it was, it was a chance for everybody to work on personal development with somebody who has helped me so much in my life, Andreas. And I wasn't there. So nobody's answers or questions or discussions were influenced by the fact that their boss was in the room. Totally. And I think that was pretty powerful. And I think it got more out of them. Um, I believe that I do pretty well with making sure everybody feels like they can speak their mind. But there's always probably an element of that where you just, you, I don't know, you second guess what you're saying. You just want to make sure you say the right thing. And it's like, that's yeah. not what this is about. It's about saying what's needed for you. Um and I think, and that's why at the meetups, every, every time it's the first day, I'm not there. Like, yep. I mean, I'm in the city, but I go to my hotel, everybody goes to the Airbnb, I got them. And then everybody gets to hang out and kick it by themselves without me. But, um, that was one really big one just because I think everybody grew so much there and had that, that time. Um, shit, the, I, I, outside of that, man, I think it, there was just so many moments of, it can be more than one, man. I think, I think there were so many moments of content development and evolution for us you totally. know where it was like whether it was like changing the lighting or getting the big ass sticker on the wall or it was like leveling up the podcast flag. or it was the flag it was the photo shoots it was new equipment it was new ideas like there was just so many times where we had like little epiphanies and, and big growing moments yeah um and i think more than anything what i noticed from that for people listening is that those things only happen if you're just so unbelievably repetitive like just relentlessly consistent I mean, if you, it's just like every single day, what are we filming? What yeah. are we shooting? What pictures are we taking? What am I writing? What are you editing? Like, it's just every fucking day. Create, 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 create. Two months later, boom, aha moment. Something yeah. good comes out of it. We really ramp on that for a while. Keep going, going, going. Boom, another one happens. 
over the course of three years, you might not have these huge epiphanies all the time. It's the same thing with people who are like, how do you make a viral video? How do you make, you don't. You just make a million fucking videos and one of them ends up going viral because you just happen to say something that happens to take off, you yep. know, at the right time, you post it at the right time, whatever it may be. The right person watches it and shares it. But like, I don't know, man. There's just so many of those moments, I think, that that really helped us uh, elevates the best word, you know, just evolve the the podcast, the content, everything we do. Um, and and I would say this, like the, the that's what I think of for like us and what we do together. And then as a team, it would be that event. And then overall, I think it was more or less just like I'm a, I'm a very, I mean, people will listen to this, and I, I'm I'm aware of this now. I think people will listen to this and might say, yeah, okay, you're really not. And people yeah. I meet don't think that but i really am a very normal dude like because andy Frisella says this all the time or i think it's in his bio it's like average dude i'm like you're not a fucking average dude are you kidding me you drive lambos yeah you know you're not an average dude but he was an average dude from missouri and owned a supplement shop and just kept grinding you know what i mean he was so at his core he is and i've met him in person and i had a conversation with them very normal conversation yeah you know and and so and when i met him in person it wasn't like this weird it wasn't like you were see, seeing a celebrity, you know, like where like if I ran into Brad Pitt at the mall, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't even like necessarily like Brad Pitt a lot, yeah. but he comes to mind. I'd, it would be a weird moment. But like I'm a very average person. And so like I think that was the start of me being able to really push the idea on people about average people doing above average things, ordinary people doing extraordinary things and that you don't need a silver spoon hand, you know, feeding you. You don't need genetics to in to be genetically gifted. You don't need to be anything. You can be from anywhere at any age, any race, any anything, and you can do anything, right? Sometimes it takes longer for others. Sometimes we're not in the best situation, but you can always get out of it. But there's there has yet to be anything abnormally special happen to me that helped me along the way. I've had many people hold out a hand and give me advice, give me help, give me mentorship, stuff like that. And uh, many of which I've paid for yeah. and put myself in the position, which I think is another thing. You got to stick your neck out and do the work to get in front of the right people to help you. But there's never been like anything where like I got a loan or like I happened to be in the right situation and do something like it, it's, there's just never been anything. It's just been constantly just trying and just fucking just punching the wall until my hand finally broke through, you know? And I'm, I only got C's and D's in high school. I didn't go to some big college. I, you know, didn't have money help at the beginning. I wasn't genetically gifted. I didn't play any pro sports, didn't play any college sports, wasn't even good at any sports like <laughs> outside the normal person. I mean, I was good at soccer at a shitty school. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I think that building was the first time to be able to like, I remember that picture of me standing in front of the turf and that's the Taylor sign just looks so big the first time we did it. Yeah. And like that image to me was like, I'm going to show people that you don't got to like anybody can do anything if you really want to. And that was the beginning of it. It was like, watch me, like watch what I'm about to fucking do and watch what we're about to create. And mind you, I'm like, watch me check back in five years. Cause like you said, these are five year increments, man. We're growing, 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 you know, same thing with TLA. We just started that. Like we've already ran into hiccups and learned a bunch of things. I mean, it's a completely different industry, but that's why I'm like, that's a five year business. Like, I'm not, I'm not worried about where we're going to be tomorrow or next week. I'm focusing on how, what is this going to be in five years? Yeah. Um, I think you just found at an, obviously in an early age, but like you were saying, you never averaged, didn't go to college pro sports. You know, it's just, you found that passion early and you pursued it hard Yeah, and, and you found it cause 
when you're so passionate about something that much, mm-hmm. you can't stop. Yeah. So like this is where, and and whether he realizes it or not, I think Luca a lot for this, him being one of my first mentors, you know, after Tim Vegan, but like seeing him come speak at my college Luca. was like, yeah, it was a game changer because we had probably 10 guest speakers before him and they were wearing khakis and button ups and they had PT logos on their chest or they were doing it virtually because they were in New York and there were some high end. Tra- so I'm like seeing people. I'm like, okay, so you train like high end athletes or celebrities in New York city. I don't know what that's going to do for me. Great knowledge, great information. I love listening to it, but like that's, you know, I, I don't, what am I going to do with that? Next one is somebody who has their master's degree and runs a PT clinic in Seattle. Okay. I'm like downtown PT khakis and a button up. That's not me. I don't have that college uh, degree behind me and I, nor do I intend to spend the next five years pursuing it. And then Luca came in with like fucking Jordan sweatsuit and chain on, which was hilarious at the time. Like, I mean, at the time it was probably pretty cool, but years and years and years ago and just saying fuck every other word. And I was just kind of like thrown off, but there was a lot of value in what he was saying. And he was coming off very like approachable. It was just, it was a cool moment. And I just remember being like, Oh shit. Like, okay. I, c- I think I could do something with this. This is all in the same class. Yeah. You had multiple speakers come in. Yeah. So oh, shit. Um, uh, he had multiple speakers coming in in different classes, but it was the same. Like I had Tim for 50% of my classes. Wow. Because he ran that the, program, that program. So like it would be program design one one or, um, functional training or, um, uh, like anatomy of training, business of personal training, like all kinds of stuff. And then when I'd have to go to biology or business math or stuff like that, it was with a different teacher, you know, but he would have them come into his classes and it was basically kind of like he would have the guest speakers based on whatever time they could do that class, that period got the guest speaker. But that was a good moment for me. And I think for people listening, like you gotta, you gotta be open to hearing people out, open into listening to people like consume content, consume podcasts, consume videos, like watch for people. And when you see yourself in them or you see the possibility of what they do in you, that's when you can grab it and, and really run with it. And that's what I did. And it kind of fueled that passion. Totally. It, it, it just gave me self-belief. Like if he can do this shit, why can't I? And that's what like that big logo and me at the gym and me doing that. And these, this, this expansion is like, that's what I want people to see in me for themselves when they watch this is like, well, if he can do it, why the fuck can't I? Cause there's no reason like you can, you can do whatever you want to do. If you really, I mean, you gotta be patient, you gotta work hard, you gotta be ready for it. And I think there's character traits that come with like entrepreneurship that might not be for everybody. But the point is, is like, there's different ways to pursue that. Even with you, you saw what I was doing. You saw how you could fill a void in that. And you were like, I would much rather do that than what I'm currently doing. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, yeah, fucking right, dude. Like, cause they didn't see it in me. Yeah. They didn't see the potential. They didn't see the gym. So they didn't know the industry like you did. And they were like, why the fuck would you quit your job or even tell him you'll quit your job to work with him? Yeah. I don't know if they didn't see it in you. They just didn't see it in like, they just didn't see the concept of what was going on. Yeah. Well, they can see like my hustle. Yeah. They can be like, yeah, That's what I mean. Worker, but yeah, you really think it's going to go that far? You think he's going to build that big thing? Or yeah. And I get it, like, but yeah. it's, you know, I think. I, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't I, I understand, like, I understand from some people. Some people, I just look at them, I'm like, yeah, you're just a lazy hater. But some people, I'm like, you're. Truly a, uned, truly just don't know. Yeah, and yeah. if you're a family member who cares about that person so much and you're worried about that, you don't want them to fall, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're almost, like, overly cautious that it holds people yeah. back from pursuing their goals. Yeah. I understand that. 
Um, I don't think it's right. Yeah. But it's I, like your daughter comes to you and you're just like, hey, dad, I want to be the best dolphin swimmer ever. Yeah. You're like. I'm not going to shut that down right away. Yeah. <laughs> but some people would yeah. try to steer them out of the way because they don't want them to get hurt. Totally. But I'm just saying like, it's also like, okay, like, or at least some families are like, okay, Fortune 500 benefits and stuff. But yeah. like, obviously you won't shut that down because you're an entrepreneur. But like some family would be like, hey, maybe you want to do yeah. something more secure, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I got that when I was yeah. just a personal trainer. Totally. You know, but you got to follow that. And I think that's where like the whole, I actually like, uh, I don't, not anytime soon because I got to finish my back tattoo, which is actually at the end of this month. Um, but eventually uh, I'm planning on wrapping all the way around. Nope. And what I'm going to get on my stomach is uh, kind of like on that necklace. I have the Hamza hand. So it's like a technically what it is. It's, it's supposed to be uh, it's translated in a bunch of different spiritual religion shit, but it's, it's basically the hand of God. And that's why there's an eyeball on it. So it's like the foreseeing hand kind of thing, mm. the Hamza hand. Um, I'm going to do like my own twist on it. So it's going to be like, not like a tribalism one. It's going to be like a real fucking hand with an eyeball, like Whoa. shining. It's gonna be pretty trippy, more like realism. Like most of my tattoos are. But the reason I'm getting that is because I remember having a conversation with a pastor one time and I was, I mean, honestly playing devil's advocate. I was trying to find myself spiritually and I was kind of like just po- trying to poke holes in what he believed just to, cause I was so curious. Yeah. And, uh, he said something that kind of stuck with me and he basically said like, uh, the easiest way to explain it is that your gut feeling is God telling you what to do. And it's why when you have a gut feeling not to do something, you have a gut feeling to do something. You have a gut feeling that you have to do something or something's right versus wrong. You cannot resist but follow that gut feeling because it's God telling you what to do. It's guiding you down your path. And that was like a really profound moment for me. And it's when I started trusting my gut feeling more. Not even because at that moment I became super religious or anything because to this day I believe in God. I'm a Christian, but I'm not, I'm not an overly religious person. But it was that moment where I was like, it gave me acceptance to trust my gut feeling, you know? So when I saw Luca speak and I could see that and I could see like this gut feeling, I could feel it saying like, dude, you could do this. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to trust that. I'm going to go all in. And then when my dad, who is my biggest fan of this now was like, no, you're not, no, like you're, you're ba- you've barely been working out. you you just lost some weight. Like go sell, sell oil. The oil industry is like, you know, that's where he was. That's what he was always doing, which is funny because now electric cars are everywhere and shit. Yeah. Um, the oil industry is still there because he didn't sell the cars. It was like big machines and yeah. stuff. But still, he was like, everybody will always need oil. And I'm like, really? Psych. Not anymore. <laughs> but I was like, no, like I, I sorry, dad. Sorry, sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, I can't listen to you right now because my gut's telling me to do this, you know? And like, I've just always followed that. Even with like, fuck, you're going to get a building, dude? Like, do you really need that? Yeah. Someone in time, you tell me to do it. You know, I think this is the right path. And I just always follow that path. Um, even with like, uh, actually, I, I think I'm getting on there in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Dr. Sean Postouche. I've been good friends with him for a long time. Active RX. Uh, he owns that company. Uh, really successful company for like uh, training slash rehab. So not full PT, but they're, they they work with a lot of really cool people. Um, CrossFit athletes from across the games. Randall Pitch owns Live Fit, worked with them and shit. Um, I've been on their podcast. He's been on our podcast. So he's going to have me back on because he hit me up and he was like, I see you. Like, I see what you're doing. I see the risks you're taking, opening up a new facility, doing all these things, making big moves. Like, I want to have you on to talk about it. And there's there's nothing more to say besides I just trust my gut. Like, Same. I have this big vision, and I trust that it's going to happen because I, I think when when you have enough conviction in yourself and your capability and what the vision is, there's just no way it won't happen. But even more so when other people start believing in you, which is stemmed from the amount of belief you have in yourself, 
right? Like if I believe in myself so much, there's a certain point where people watching are like, holy shit, like he's going for it. He's going for it. Yeah. And they're going to trust it. You yeah. know, you trusted it. And then the team started coming together because they were all people and clients and friends and people who knew us that just aligned with the vision, trusted me to be able to do it and lead the team. And they wanted to be a part of it, you know, and that's how it's going to keep growing and growing and growing, you know? Um, but it all stems back to that gut feeling. Yeah. You know, Amen. So a little bit of a rant on that last question, but that's dope. Yeah, I think. So yeah, there a little bit about uh, the last couple of days of the move to new place. Um, but that is it, guys. You guys want to shout out some sponsors? Yeah, uh, real quick uh, because they outfitted uh, most of last gym and a lot of their shit is in here. And I already mentioned them once. Giantlifting.com. You can use the coupon code TCM10. Um, make sure you go check them out and get all of your garage gym, CrossFit gym, commercial gym, whatever you need. They got most of it outside of like big machines. They, they focus on functional equipment and I can't speak highly enough of them. Their service. I've actually had multiple people reach out to me and just tell me how great the service was when they go through them. Um, and then last but not least, firstform.com slash tailored coaching method for all of your supplement needs. Um, I actually just did a big order for the team meetup so I can hook up the Airbnb so everybody is ready to go. Um, but as always, guys, we appreciate you. We'll catch you next time.